not intoxicated could not explain his nudity. You Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Austin, Texas. Podcast hosted by Bruce and Steve. Uh, my uh, things are being a little wonky out here in the old garage of doom, so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> okay, what's going on, my friend? Not much. Just uh, feeling a little under the weather today. Uh oh, what's what's got you? Uh, I don't know. I think it's all work related. That'll do it. Can you, can you yeah, hear me? That's kind of what I think. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, so uh, this is uh, episode 44 of Slurp Toast, the podcast. We took a little break after our epic Robert Urich-centric episode, and now we're back. <laughs> to somebody, and they're like, who's Robert Urich? I'm like, ugh. I go, you're as old as me. You cannot honestly say that. He was on like every network growing up. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I like it was like contract contractually obligated somehow. I mean, there were only three back then, so they just kind of circle him around. <laughs> you know, you have to take him this season. What's that? Yeah, exactly. So um, we tried his pilot last year. It's your turn. <laughs> yeah. Take Donna Pescal <laughs> with him. Ooh, wow. Oh, my. <laughs> like that okay. one, did you? <laughs> I did. I did. I did. <laughs> oh, so I think we're in the uh, the countdown to Comic-Con. We may have two, more, epi- two more episodes before Comic-Con. Uh, maybe three. Maybe three. Depending on how ambitious we get. Exactly, exactly, because it's the 20th of July. Yep. Oh, God, we are getting close. We are. I'm very excited, actually. You're right. It will, it will only get me two in, and then... <laughs> we could theoretically record one while we're there if we were really, really ambitious. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, no, I don't see that <laughs> happening. I don't want to haul the gear across country. <laughs> Try to set it up and... Yeah. No, we could just do it like on laptops, you know. Yeah, we. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we could. We could just do it on a Zoom call on laptops. Um, I think Live. using if we did it from the same room, but <laughs> we might get a wicked echo. Oh. <laughs> It'll sound like a Peter Frampton concert when we're done, but you know. Thank you for playing <laughs> along with my oblique 70s musical reference. Um, so, yeah, so that's coming up. Uh, did you ever see Doctor Strange? No, I haven't seen Doctor Strange. You're killing yet. me, dude. It's been like I am so sorry. <laughs> hey, you know what? If we wait long enough, I'll be able to stream it on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I think it's only <laughs> another couple of weeks, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, You know what? Here's the deal. I can't. We've had, like, uh, this ridiculous schedule. You know, Kristen was out of town and I was going to go see it by myself, but I worked in the yard. It felt like crap. So I 
just came inside and went to bed. Sure. But every weekend since then has been an absolute cluster of things going on so that we just couldn't make it out there. I guess I could always skip work one day and do it. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to work from home. <laughs> I'm going to work for the multiverse of madness. That's right. Um, from my homes. Um, <laughs> Well, that's too yeah, bad. no, I haven't seen it. We'll talk about on the that flip side. On the flip side, I I think I'm almost current on Kenobi. I have not watched tonight's episode. I've watched none of that, uh, so we are over. I two started so far. episode. I've got two and a fifth episodes of the boys down. I haven't started that one. All right, I, I finished I, Stranger Things last I, night. I have not watched that. <laughs> oh, see, we are just over tonight. It's it's the golden sombrero in our, our viewing choices. Uh, let's see. Uh, I guess Miss Marvel started today. Or yeah, at I, least the trolls got out ahead of it. I, I, She's I, a I, girl. I, that's too woke. <laughs> I I was wondering if it came out today. I think that might mean we're old because like I didn't realize it came out today, and I kept seeing it pop up in my stream, and I'm like, oh, was that today? Really? Okay. Well. I guess I'll get to that eventually. I'll wait till it gets a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll wait. I have a feeling that I, that's going to need to be watched in bunches because I don't know the character and I'm not sure if I should be offended because it's a girl or a Muslim or possibly sexual orientation. I know one of those or all of those have really riled up the, the, the internet trolls. I just got to figure out which one I'm going to go with. <laughs> Um, I know a little about the character only because I could, you know, pick up free copies of trades at the library. Um, she is Muslim. Uh, in the comics, okay. she's an inhuman. I don't think that's necessarily going to oh. translate. <laughs> Interesting. So she um, too is a celestial space bot. <laughs> <laughs> that was after, of course, in the comics, after the uh, inhumans Terrigen bombed the earth and anybody who had a latent gene suddenly became an inhuman when there were no mutants so you know i can see why they might do huh? that bit of continuity <laughs> okay <laughs> okay <laughs> i like the idea of the terrigen bomb don't get me wrong um now that's a spice right yeah, I, I think it's a, muslim spice. it's a muslim spice <laughs> it's a green leafy thing it's like bay leaves right <laughs> i think so i you know I, it so if you read the terrigen yeah, you you turn into an inhuman. Yeah, it's, it Got depends it. on which how you top your salad, really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that might actually be the episode of the title the title of the episode. <laughs> how you top your salad? It depends on how you top your salad, <laughs> really. How you top. <laughs> so um, uh, no, yeah, so she's always this, that version of Miss Marvel has always been controversial for all the reasons that you stated, none of which make any damn sense to me. Uh, yeah, I know I got thinking about woke uh, before this. I was getting frosty and I don't know, I'm starting to think about woke because, you know, it's like, uh, I, it's like, well, how can you get offended when the character is adapted almost verbatim from the source material? And you're like, well, I love the source material, but this new show is too woke. It's like, how is it woke? Well, she's Muslim. And then the source material, she's Muslim. And she's a girl. And she's a girl. And and this and that. 
and you're offended by this representation. How? <laughs> <laughs> because I have to be. Uh, what got me started is uh, like I'm a big fan of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Right. And before it came out, there was a guy who reviewed the show based on reviews he'd read online. That's where we are culturally right now, I think. That's, that, that description right there is the problem. But go ahead. So he's like, uh, he's, oh, man, I'm here to talk about Star Trek Strange New Worlds. It starts on Wednesday. And I have to say, I'm very, I think I'm very, very disappointed. Um, I've read a lot of online reviews, and they say it's very woke, and it's very social justice warriors. I'm very, very disappointed they, they've gone that route, and I just I don't think I can support it or tell people to watch it. And I'm like, but you haven't seen the show. And he even admits, I haven't seen the show. I'm just going by what I've read online. And you're like, you <laughs> who realize... reviews the reviewers? That's what <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> the review man <laughs> reviews <laughs> the reviewers. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> The woke men. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's it's just amusing to me because you watch the show and it's not actually woke at all. It's kind of preachy in that TOS kind of way. So you're like, they've captured the nostalgia, they've updated the look, the, the special effects are fantastic, and it's as preachy as the original. So I'm confused. What are you upset about now? <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's uh, anger for anger's sake at this point, largely, on a lot of this stuff. I mean... Oh, uh, yeah, across the board. Just fandom has become a pain in the ass, quite frankly. I would agree with that, because it's like it's hard to be a fan of something. Then you go online, you're like, oh, I want to see how the new episode, you know... <laughs> I just wake up extra early on release day and watch it before I go to work. So, <laughs> that's devotion. That is devotion. That, that's actually insomnia. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes uh, it's the same thing. Five o'clock. I'll go watch uh, Captain Haircut, the prior directive. <laughs> Captain Blackbolt. Yes, he has the best hair in the Star Trek universe. Better than Riker? Better. Oh, my far and away if you haven't seen the show the man sports his pompadour kind of thing that it's still it looks like it stands a good three inches wow. oh it's i mean cullen bohannon has never looked sexier <laughs> <laughs> okay all righty then Oh, new sound effects. I like no, that it. one. That's one of the pre-onboarded ones. That one came oh, okay. the board. I, it just seemed like the right place. I've never really had a spot for that one before. <laughs> and that seemed like the right spot. Yes, oh. no, they had it. They they had a picture of Pike, Anson Mount, Black Bolt, Colin Bohannon, uh, Rebecca Romaine Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, you know, uh, Ethan Atticus Finch. Um Heck. Peck. What I'm is sorry. happening on this show? <laughs> so Gregory Peck's grandson, Ethan Peck, is Spock on the, oh, the new Star okay. Trek show. All right, so, all right, all right, cool. so yeah, Ethan Atticus Finch, which Got you it. know. Now I'm with you. That's Caught right. Caught all of our all of our <laughs> all of our high school reading daughter's, requirements. Yeah, we call my daughter's boyfriend Holden because his name is Caden. And I said, 
I, I kept calling you Caulfield, and then we just started calling him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to say you were calling him Boo Radley, but um, based on where the conversation was going, no, nah, he's a he's a, he's a nice kid. But that even my daughter has taken to calling him Holden from time to time. <laughs> well, she's your daughter. I would expect no less. So anyway, we go back to the, they've got the three main leads from Star Trek, and somebody had to like you know name this name this band. Okay, sure. And so I was calling it Captain Haircut and the Prime Directive. <laughs> nice, that's solid. That was a good one. That is a good one. That's I don't a think I won. I, I don't think I won because you know naturally you know fandom like makes some joke that you're like, God damn, that is stupid. But, but oh no, yeah, that's the best <laughs> joke ever. Joke ever. I'm going to put that in my review of the show I haven't seen yet. <laughs> no, this is a good topic for us tonight because, like, I like we we watched. We feel like I said we finished Stranger Things last night, and I really enjoy that show, probably <laughs> because it's so '80s based and pretty much hits all those marks. But <laughs> like Connor has checked checked out like two seasons ago. I think largely because. Um, he really has a thing for Millie Bobby Brown and doesn't want to admit it, but his he's like, it's too popular, it's too, too trendy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're being that guy who can't just enjoy something because it's fun. I mean, That's right. I have never... What bands do you like, Connor? Because I'm going to like them all. <laughs> I, I don't get that. I mean, I've had people tell me that about music, like, you know, oh, they're too liberal. Well, it's just a fucking song. I mean, oh, yeah. hit skip on the CD and go to the next one. I, wait a minute. So we go to, I told you this story. Went to see U2 mm-hmm. and Bono. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bono, yeah, yeah. This one goes out to all the women in the world, all the moms, the daughters, the sisters, and it's uh, in the name of love or whatever it was. And, you're, and the guy next to me is like, I can't stand it. They're too political. And you're like, okay, one, it's U2. Right. You should have known that coming in. And two, this is like the least political song in their playlist. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? literally had a guy like during the uh i don't remember when it was it was during little league back in those days and i was playing some springsteen song he's like oh, i can't listen to springsteen anymore he's just too liberal I'm like, okay well that's your loss i don't i can i can divest the person <laughs> from the art it's not that hard to do uh-huh. just listen to the song um yeah strap yourself around these engines motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) i mean a song like like the songs that get them all riled up like springsteen's a great example because there's like you know city of ruins which he wrote after 9-11 it's the one he wrote after the one i love so much that he wrote after katrina um we take care of our own and that one does have some political animus in it but rightly so I mean, it talks about, you know, we need to take care of each other as Americans. Well, that's pretty much the founding principles of this country, regardless of your political ideology. And if you can't, I don't need that liberal kind of crap. Exactly. If you can't divest <laughs> your your fixated talking points to understand the bigger picture, then I really don't have a whole lot of use for you. Um, but like, it has got, I think, and then Patton, Patton Oswald wrote an article about and I've linked to it before and I have to find it and put it in the show notes, but he wrote it kind of like when, about the time we started Gonzo Geek, when the internet and like, you know, for whatever we were, small publishing, whatever we were, opinion, whatever we were, Mm -hmm. it was talking about how 
being a geek was no longer necessarily a badge of honor because it was too easy. And, he, and, and, the, and the farther we've gotten from that, the more true it has become. You used to have to work to know these things. You used to have to go in search of these things. You couldn't just pull out a little supercomputer in your pocket and go, now I know everything about, you know, Hubert Selby Jr.'s writing. Yeah, exactly. We'll talk about that later. But, um, but yeah, and it, it, the further along we go, I keep thinking back to that article about how when we were growing up, there was a badge among uh, a badge of honor, at least among our tribe, for knowing that stuff because it took effort, it took perseverance, it took a willingness to put yourself out there, quite frankly, sometimes. Whereas now, you know, it's just every like I probably said this before, every time there's a new Marvel project, I'm like, there's one more piece of our stuff gone, and I get and I don't care necessarily. I mean, great, fine, enjoy it, but when I went to see Doctor Strange, I was sitting there in my seat with my Doctor hat, my Doctor Strange hat on, and these two muscle bros walked in, having just finished working out at the gym down the at the other end of the strip. And I'm like, really, <laughs> really, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't get that very, way very often. When they came in, you know, like strap undershirts and like workout shorts on to see <laughs> Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, aka Evil Dead Four. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm spoiling things for you now. Sorry. I got a little agitated. That's okay. I'm going to read all the reviews and then go in. in. Okay. Yeah. I should have made you do that before tonight. Then we could just talk about it. Can you talk about it from your reviewing the reviewer point of view? And that might be something we we might try that later. Some other some other (laughs) might be a feature. (laughs) Yeah. So So what do you think? Well, I got to agree with the reviewers so that they yeah, (laughs) it really sounds super woke, and you know, I'd like to stay asleep if I could. Well, today I started seeing reviews coming out for the new Jurassic Park movie. I'm not expecting an Academy Award winning movie. Okay, the last one was Suck Balls in a way oh, that I... was was bad, bad balls, like stanky balls. But I still like the idea of the dinosaurs having like taken their place back, cohabitating with men, with man, and like Jeff Goldblum and the originals coming back, hopefully as a franchise capper, probably not. That's wishful thinking of my part, but now the reviews are coming in. I'm like, well, do I really want to spend money to go see this in the theater? Do I want to wait a few weeks and watch it at home? But it's it's a dinosaur movie, so it's one of those you kind of... So now, like, see, I was really excited, like, this morning about going to see this this weekend. And now I'm like, well, fuck, I don't even care anymore. Because I've been reading... Not even reading reviews, but just reading headlines to reviews. They give it away in the headline. Just don't. Oh, you know, I, uh, I get those movie web pop-ups. And then you read them and you're like you know you post an article about toxic fandom and then i don't know an hour later you you basically po- post an article that says pick a side yeah. uh so i i, I, I are you, think you, are you yankee or reb son yeah exactly you know you're stirring the pot and feeding us the stew at the same time it's 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 this weird cannibalistic rich you know yeah. relationship you have with fandom and then i'm tired of johnny depp and amber Heard. Oh, they can both go fuck off. Uh, they're that, both horrible human beings, and I could care less. You, you know, I offended you. Well, remember, I offended the 
God, the one girl because I, I didn't support defer and wouldn't do red because in my own words, Africa's been as fucked up as, as it's ever been since I was in high school. They're not about to change their color. So wearing a red shirt seems kind of pointless. <laughs> oh, an intelligent, uh, historically based perspective That's as like opposed to a BuzzFeed perspective. Exactly. Yeah, she got she got mad. I remember her? She got mad. Uh, the the one from the the comic book shows. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, she got mad at me. She got mad because I wouldn't support the. And my my reasoning is sound. Since I have been in grade school, it's been civil war, genocide, famine, civil war, genocide, civil war, another famine, and so now you're sitting here telling me I should care again. I'm sorry, if these nation states can't get their collective shit together in 40 years, me wearing a red t-shirt ain't gonna matter. Yeah, that's just that's just uh, self-congratulatory at that point. Look at me, I support a cause. Oh yeah, here's your ribbon. <laughs> here's your participation ribbon. Here's your participation ribbon. What color would you like it to be? <laughs> What's today's cause du jour? Yeah, There's yellow for ball cancer. Here's the <laughs> pink for breast cancer. Where's the where's the orange for dumbassery? Can we can we walk five kilometers for dumbassery? Because I'll get behind yeah. that one. Just, there's no participation ribbon. You just show up and walk. Yeah, the problem is is that when they they do the counter march, <laughs> 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 those buffoons are walking into curbs, <laughs> tripping all over themselves. <laughs> Every sign is misspelt. <laughs> Some of them are upside down. Some are upside down. They're all angry. They don't know what for. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah. Good point. Well, so you, you mentioned... really are. Go ahead. <laughs> you really are for dumbassery. That's gay shit. I ain't for that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for proving my point, sir. Um, yeah. Here's your, here's your ribbon. It really depends on how you top your salad. <laughs> so you mentioned black adam earlier so did you watch yes. that trailer today i had and i'm kind of like i uh, doesn't make me not want to see the movie doesn't make me want to see the movie <laughs> i i told laura as i was getting ready to come out to the garage i'm like because she and i she's been busy i've been busy we've barely spoken today i was like you know i know you probably don't care but the uh the black adam trailer <laughs> came out today and she looked at me and goes I'm happy for you. I went, well, let's see. <laughs> it's The Rock in a superhero movie. Uh, and that was the third thing I said. And I don't remember what it was, but I'm like, it's like they wrote the script with me. And, oh, it was The Rock in a Shazam based superhero movie. Oh, yeah. It's like they wrote the script with me in mind. So <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It doesn't look great, but I think it'll be fun. Well, but by the same token, I have not been overly gaga for the thor trailers because it, they feel like they are leaning too hard in the silly bits i love I, ragnarok but you're kind of like going i think we're not maybe we're riding the ragnarok coattails i'm not sure i think uh, yeah i will i will say i think with that one they're doing those trailers like that on purpose to hook yes. those people back in because i think it's going to take a nasty turn based on who the, the villain of the piece is Oh um, yeah, I think it's going to be 
Ha ha ha! Oh my god! Exactly. <laughs> I think it's gonna be totally two different movies, and people are gonna be either love it or really fucking hate it by the time it's over with. I don't think there's gonna be any middle ground on that one. So let's go, Taquito Wow Titties. <laughs> See what you got. Bring the pain, Taquito. <laughs> Bring the pain, Taquito. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Um, I do like the idea of, I'm circling back, by the way, of Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. I think that's a lot of fun. Oh, I like that too. <laughs> I, I, wait a minute. There's parts of it that you look at, you're like, okay, this, this is interesting. But then you see the trailer and you're like, okay, well, they didn't show Dr. Fate because it's probably the coolest part of the movie. <laughs> He's in it bombed. for like two seconds. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. but not as. You know. No, he puts the, there's a, a shot of him flying oh, with the helmet there? on. It's, it's okay. brief. It's quick, but th he's there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got, and then I noticed, and I looked today, like the, Shaz the next Shazam movie comes out in December. So I guarantee you there's a stinger at the end. Because that's the one thing they don't do in that trailer is mention that Black Adam is associated with Shazam in any way, which I think is interesting. Which is an, is an interesting play. Uh, especially when you look at the big lightning bolt on his chest. <laughs> right. You're just going to go, that. where have I seen that before? <laughs> What's to do with Shazam? Does that have to do with the Flash? DC loves their lightning bolts on chests. Um, so, I don't know. I'm, I'm still excited to see it. It's, it looks like a great, fun summer movie. I'm not, you know, I won't be offended either way, quite frankly. I, I'm not. I, I just, it did not make me want to it, it was just kind of like you watch the trailer and you're like eh, could be fun and then I, I, didn't, I didn't feel that kind of um you know like the first guardian of the galaxy when they played the music you're just yeah. like oh i gotta see this well that's just become like now and that's like every one of them now but with, with like sweet child of mine and the thor trailer and which actually uh, cracks me up <laughs> yeah no it's kind of funny I, I i i don't hate that trailer i don't I don't hate it. I don't love it, though. That's my thing. It just kind of like, ah, it, it doesn't give me the feeling for what the movie's about. That's all. Yeah. Well, I was excited when I noticed he was like, you know, in his uh, sky boat pulled by his goats. I'm like, oh, mythology for the win. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yes. And of course, the the rock dude is back. So, you know, cool. <laughs> so you mean taquito wow titties? Taquito wow titties, yeah. He's everywhere. <laughs> I did read it. I like, I did read an article or skimmed an article. I won't say I read it. I skimmed it today after I saw the trailer for Black Adam. And I was like, and then they were talking about how uh, this seems to indicate DC continuing to uh, disassociate themselves with what has become Marvel's biggest issue, which is the need for continuity. Mm -hmm. It said they're pretty much letting the directors of these movies make the movies, movies they want to make. Mm -hmm with the properties and if they find a way to tie them together great but they're not beholden to 15 years of continuity or 20 years or whatever we're at now to make anything work okay and i can go with that that's fine and that was one of the things i thought and I, you're killing me because i can't talk about dr strange that was one of the things i thought was interesting about that movie was tonally what it reminded me of was like when they change creative teams on a book and you're not expecting it, like, you know, what issue it, it kind of gave me that vibe. Like, Oh, we got a new creative team and we're going in a different direction. And this character may not be acting like they did last issue, but 
this is cool. Let's go. It reminded me that the, the one I always go back to is when Walt Simonson took over Thor. Oh, and you never saw it coming. Yeah, because the previous issue was nothing like it was Thor was fighting street crime, and then the next issue opens with Surtur banging out his cosmic death sword with the <laughs> Walt Simonson artwork and sound effects. And like 12 year old, 13 year old me going, What in the hell is this? Last last episode, we were fighting guys with souped up murder cars. I don't, you know. So we're saying it's it's a the good change of creative teams, not where you like pick up your favorite book and find out that your favorite artist has been, you know, replaced by some hack in his his first episode and the right, you know, that reading the 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 um, the Moon Knight stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of those filler episodes that are just unreadable. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> you're like, 100%. okay, here's our story. Here's our story. Here's our story. What the hell is this? I mean, yeah. maybe that's that's that was a that was a warning sign. <laughs> that's like, oh, if you put this book in someone else's hands, it's going to be radically different, and they're going to ignore all the continuity before. <laughs> one of my one of my cousins like posted a. I won't say rant or screed, just kind of his, his thoughts on Dr. Strange. And, and he was, uh, you know, kind of down on, down on it and the whole Marvel universe. And I, my, I'm like, always like, you're getting to see a Dr. Strange movie. You're getting to see a Moon Knight TV series. When we were kids, we dreamed. Remember, of you remember what we got? Spider-Man shooting ropes out of his wrist and, Doctor Strange and the Mystery of the of the Porn Stash. I oh mean, no, no, yes, that one. Yeah, that was bad. Or I'm thinking more of the the Hulk, where Thor showed up dressed like in in like a red Viking, like a red fair Viking. And, yeah, and you're just like that's not Thor at all. And I mean, Daredevil the was close. Rex Smith with a ninja costume on. Yeah, those were yeah. horrible, but we were glad to have them. And now we're getting like multi-million dollar blockbusters and the tribe is turning on it again we're back to stupid fandom yeah don't can't enjoy sight. things for <laughs> don't lose sight of where we are and what you're getting yeah no they're not all going to be home runs they're not going to be art house masterpieces but god damn it what more do you want <laughs> i mean it's a superhero movie tamper your temper your expectations and enjoy it for what it is yeah so you're saying you're woke is what I'm hearing. <laughs> God damn it. You oh, libtard. You tiny. woke lip. <laughs> Bruce, you ignorant slut. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh my God. I, I'm sitting on, I, I have a new stool for sitting at my, my, my desk. Mm-hmm. I got rid of the little metal one, but it's from Ikea. So it has that fresh pressed wood smell. <laughs> oh, you're getting formaldehyde. Yeah. Yeah. You know that, you, you know, when you walk into oh, Ikea and you're like, is this Sweden? And you're like, <laughs> nah, it's wood glue and pulp. And <laughs> <laughs> pressed wood. Pressed wood. And not in a good way. Hey, oh, ew. Ew, ew. <laughs> I got some wood for you to press, baby. He he <laughs> I did not find the Jeff Altman sound drops. I will have them for the next time. It's been a crazy few weeks. Oh, man. <sighs> I, uh, I read, 
I found this website a long time ago and I bookmarked it. I check it out periodically. It's called Glorious Trash. Okay. And this guy has made a career or a website at least out of reviewing all those old men's action books that we used to read, you know, <laughs> but not just like the Mac Bolins and the destroyers. He's down into like the weeds of like, you know, the third generation knockoffs, the exterminator, the Nick. Oh my, Nick, you know, uh, was it Nick Carter, the assassin, the butcher, the, blah, the blade, whatever all. I mean, he like, and he loves them and great. And I, I get it. And it's fun. It's a fun read. So I don't have to read the books. I'll just review the reviewer again. Um, but, uh, <laughs> The other day he's, he recommended, he wrote about one and I was like, well, I've never heard of that one. I've never even seen that one. Let me see if I can find a copy. The Killmaster? Called... <laughs> no, it was not Nick Carter Killmaster. It was uh, Black Samurai was the, the title of the book. And it's oh. from early 70s. So you can kind of gauge it. Uh, and I actually have it as a, an ebook through the library system. So I finished it this morning. And, and? it was... I, it was fun. I mean, it didn't get bogged out in like, you know, the uh, the armature uh, that the executioner <laughs> does from time to time or are the uh, the uh, mysteries of uh, martial arts the way that the destroyer sometimes does. Um, it lacked the sense of humor of the destroyer. It was very straightforward. It was like 200 pages. I mean, it was. Oh, my. Like, like, like 15. And I blew up the text in, on my tablet because i'm old so i don't know how many pages it actually is but it was like 12 page chapters it was like bing 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 oh i mean you know it was that quick a read it was a lot of fun there's only six in the series i think i'm gonna read the rest of them okay so big it, shout they, out to glorious trash for that recommendation black uh, I, samurai okay uh i'm actually on it, the website right now oh yeah yeah and they actually apparently made a movie out of it loosely based on the books in the mid 70s and the guy that was uh black belt jones and was in enter the dragon uh what played the title character and i can't think of his name right now uh but anyway uh, oh i speaking of black characters i got called out for somebody says what you know uh, there was like what would yeah something it was something about basically uh, either blade or mobius mm -hmm. and they said what about who is their ancestor be and i said blackula and they're like, nice, Mr. Racist. I go, 100%. look it up. And I write back, I go, look it up. It's a 1970s horror flick, actually like two or three. Yeah, there's at least. And the feature was a black Dracula made at the height of the black exploitation films. And then I signed off with suck a dick, you moron. Fandom sucks. This is what we decided tonight, kids. Fandom sucks. Fandom sucks. Yeah. Gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> it just was like this guy came on so strong, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to call this guy racist because I made what is actually a very, very timely, very relevant reference to pop culture that we would probably all like to forget exists or at least pretend it doesn't exist you mean the black exploitation movies i'm talking about like the 70s pop culture in general because you know when they always say something like all in the family could never be made today right yeah, every now and again you'll catch a rerun and he drops the n-word and calls people spades and faggots and you're like nope they're right can't be made today <laughs> there's not a chance <laughs> nope. uh -uh. that ain't happening 
Not yeah, even an HBO I mean, Max. <laughs> you know, Laura and I have that conversation every once in a while. We'll catch something. You know, it's like, how did we get away with watching that as children? And I'm like, that's all there was. That's all there was. And I do think it was sort we of weren't a... as supervised either. There's that, which is how <laughs> I can say I've watched, you know, <laughs> the Chevy Chase and Richard Pryor uh, word association thing <laughs> live. <laughs> I saw Animal House when I was 11. That is my badge of honor. And maybe the reason for some of my issues. Let's be honest. Exactly. But I think, too, though, at the time, the 70s, you're coming out of the 60s. Everything's free love. Everybody's more open about things. And apparently, one of the things that we were more open about was just openly racial, racial hostile language. Well, we were <laughs> yeah. still coming out of, you know, Jim Crow, too. That was still. Oh, yeah. I mean, all in the family was really using that language as a way to 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 start conversations, put, put a spotlight on it or quite honestly. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, absolutely. That yeah. here is Archie Bunker, white male and basically having to accept every societal change that's coming yeah. down the pike. Yeah. Yeah. At that moment. <laughs> all at once, too. Not all even at gradually. Once. It's all happening in your face right fucking now. And yes, the only thing that he and George Jefferson ever agreed was the that you know Lamont shouldn't date a white girl or whatever it was. You know, <laughs> I mean, that was the kind of the times that we were in. Or even even the Jeffersons, you know, the George Jefferson calling uh the, the other characters the zebras, you know. Oh yeah, oh god, Every, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, and that's how we learned to talk about those things. I mean, and maybe that's why it's Generation X just keeps to itself. I don't know. Because we like, yeah, nope, nope, nope. No, Can't say that anymore. Yeah. So I'll just sit on my hands. <laughs> you know, I think I told somebody, I was like, I know what Octoroon means. I'm I not too. proud of that. <laughs> but... Born and raised in Louisiana, you can't not know what that means. <laughs> exactly. What's it mean? Eh, look it up. It's a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you mean macaroon? Maybe. Look that up too. <laughs> Get back to me. Get back to me with which one's racist. Monkey <laughs> like a monkey. <laughs> that's that's the only like a guy. Quite honestly, with like the bed of dusty roads drops and that no context dusty. Have you ever some of those you couldn't put on TV now? Oh, the, the promos and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like we've always said, our favorite one is, are you an Athathin or an Aaron boy? <laughs> Which I think I said was slightly racist. And you were like, what? Slightly? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do watch those promos. Like he and Magnum TA coming out in those giant fur coats looking like two, two grizzly bears on a bender. <laughs> And we out there, man, Dave, getting the ladies, and I'm cleaning up his slop. And you're like, we out there riding on the edge of the lightning bolt, baby. (laughs) What are you talking about, fat man? I think it's cocaine. I'm not sure. (laughs) You may well be right, sir. You may well be right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Considering the 80s and professional wrestling. (laughs) How many of them died from cocaine overdoses? Yeah. Yeah. Or we're trafficking. That's right. Yeah. From parts unknown, died of reasons unknown. <laughs> Mysterious causes. All right. We are fixing to take our pause here. So I'm going to disconnect the call, oh, download the file, and then I'll call you back. 
All right, cool. I'm going to get a beverage. All right. (laughs) All right. See a few. No matter who you are, whatever you do, please don't try this at home. And we're back. There we go. Nothing like getting your momentum just completely chopped, right? What's that? (laughs) Nothing like getting the call's momentum completely chopped in half. Yeah. I don't Just know. Gives, last you a chance, time, gives it a chance to reset. Last time we hit our stride in the second oh. half. So let's see what we got. <laughs> the Robert Urich debacle. <laughs> oh, so so somebody at work. Uh-oh. Somebody goes, at work. Never a good somebody start. Somebody at work. Somebody at work. They're like, I just, somebody said, uh, they could, they, I walked by, they go, did you know that Staying Alive was a movie? And I turned around, I go, yeah, it was the sequel to, uh, you know, Saturday Night Fever. And they're like, it was? I go, yeah. I go, it was the, it, it, and, and <clears throat> John Travolta was in it, and, and, and his character was now trying to be a dancer on Broadway. I go, and you guys double check me on this, but directed by Sylvester Stallone. Who made a cameo in the movie? <laughs> Who made a cameo in the movie? They go, How do you know that? I go, Because I remember him being in the movie wearing one of those ridiculously thin, like braided headbands, yep. feathered hair, and I don't know, maybe spandex. And Fanola Hughes was the uh, the Broadway Not dancer. Donna Prescott. No, <laughs> uh, she was busy getting pulling a train back in Brooklyn. Um. <laughs> she in the first one. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's the chick that pulls the train at the end of the movie. <laughs> yep. Yeah. This is the Donna Pescow episode somehow. Donna I don't know Pescow. How that there we happened. go. Don't know how that just happened. But what yeah. show is she on? Uh, I'm going to say Angie. And then I'm going to look. Oh, okay. All right. <sighs> Keep talking while I see if I'm right. No, that actually sounds, sounds, uh, Sounds rightish. It was one of those '70s women's first name shows. Phyllis. Uh, let's see. Rhoda. Rhoda. Yes. Let's see. I gotta scroll back to the '70s to find it. Hold on. Let's Donna Pascal. God, yeah, I remember when she was hot, and then she she wasn't like the mother on um, the Corky show, was she? No, and it no. was in fact Angie. <laughs> And her love interest was played by not Robert Urich, but Robert Hayes. Whoa, okay then. Uh, yeah, I know too much useless shit. That's all that means. But with that, and she, well wait a minute, and she's that's been well working. established on this podcast that I know way too much useless shit. <laughs> it just comes out in bunches. <laughs> and if you're not along for the ride, you're going to be, she was on the original Love Boat. <laughs> exciting and new new oh, i'm sorry uh apparently is a a a recurring different guest <laughs> here's, here's your fun fact the mother donna pascal's mother on angie was played by none other than doris roberts the mother from everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. So she played mothers for like 50 years good oh whoa 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 is that uh oh shit the guy from airplane Robert Hayes. Robert Hayes. Yep. Man, what happened to that guy? Oh. Let's find out. No, don't <laughs> click it. Don't click it. Uh, oh, oh, wait look. a minute. It's, Adrian oh. Zmed was apparently a regular. 
<laughs> solid gold. Uh, it just as before he went total right wing wacko as he is. Dennis Miller once said, "Adrian's med." There's a hoofer, huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow oh my god oh yeah Poor Andy, man. phyllis rhoda i feel like there's more that we're missing alice alice alice? Uh, alice another solid answer uh mary tyler moore through three names in but you know well her show ran three times as long as the others. <laughs> <laughs> and it was responsible for two-thirds of them the two-thirds of them yeah <laughs> exactly oh god yeah I was going to say not to be confused for that after that post cheers time slot that gave oh, us Monica's yeah. closet, uh, suddenly Susan, the single the, guy, yeah, Boston Common, yeah, which we've been down that road, yeah. Before. There's a whole episode related to that conversation. <laughs> Look it up. It's, it's it's, like I believe it's titled, I believe it's titled something about robot sex for no apparent reason, so um. <laughs> I really should do better with the titles, but I like when we can. Uh, no, I think I like being sort of freeform. We should probably. <laughs> it gives somebody something to look forward to and to look up later. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was trying to explain Robert Urich. Well, anyway, the whole the, the Saturday Night Fever and then Stice yeah, yeah. Alone. Which led to, and she, the, the, the like, I go, she goes, he was a director. I go, well, yeah, I go, I know for a fact he, he wrote and directed Rocky, maybe Rocky two. And I don't know about Rocky three. Or I think four he or directed five. four. I don't know if he directed two, but I'm like 90% sure he directed four because he was responsible for the, you know, Rocky solves the cold war at the end. Okay. Which one was five was Tommy Morrison. Yeah. Yeah. So five was Tommy. No, six. I don't have AIDS, Morrison. <laughs> six was when he fought the guy after the video game Rocky beat uh, Mason oh, the yeah, Line. Yeah, yeah. Mason the Line Dixon, because I love Rocky movies, so I can do this. <laughs> Mason the Line Dixon. Yes, that was the character's name, and they fought to a draw. Even oh, though Rocky was, was like don't eighty, go back, with... you'll be up, brain. No, that was that was that was that was four. Five. That was four after. Five, five was when he fought Tommy Morrison in the street at the end uh, with okay. like the the Don King proxy standing by in his, in his Dusty Rhodes link. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Was it in the rain? Those fights are always better in the rain. <laughs> that's that's only Jean-Claude Van Damme does. Oh, I guess Mel Gibson does them too, yeah. I was thinking it seems like a Jean-Claude Van Damme thing to have the fight final fight in the rain, but I don't know. Uh, let's see. So, so when... Creed was coming out, and I was very excited about that. And that was a really good movie. Uh, and the boys were old enough to kind of start seeing movies like that with me without their mother. I made them watch the Rocky movies before I'd take them to see Creed. I did not ah. make them watch the uh, Tommy Morrison one. I said, we can skip okay. this one. Nothing important <laughs> happens in this one. Let's just move on. It's just that. It's just filler. Yeah. But uh... <laughs> it was a paycheck for Sly. And, and yeah, we're just in like his kid can't act and just no good comes from this movie. So we're just skipping this one. So that, that got me into a Sylvester Stallone movie thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, there's Brian. Oh, that's the one with Dolly Parton. Yes. Isn't it? Yes. I could, I was telling them there was one with him and Dolly Parton. They're like, no, no, there's not. I go, no, I swear to God, there's one with him and Dolly Parton. Yeah. He sings. 
And yes, I even told them that. And they're like, no, it doesn't sound right. Um, I did have over the top the arm wrestling trucker. Turn the hat back around backwards if you're gonna win the game, win the big arm wrestling match. Yep, yep. Uh there's a uh stop, stop or my, or my mom, mom. little shoot with the sexiest of the golden girls <laughs> stella getty By sexiest you mean shortest i don't um i'm not sure what i mean with that because i always thought she was the youngest of the golden girls in she was life she was she was mm-hmm. uh i know it's the one where he was the mob boss uh it's a single name actually oscar <laughs> oscar he Oscar. plays an Oscar. He plays a mob boss, and I believe Marissa Tomei is his daughter. He's trying to keep chased. I'm going to the smartphone. Hold on. <laughs> Are we talking about these. bad mid-career Sylvester Stallone movies? Is that the topic at the moment? That just I just fell in that zone, and the stuff just started coming out of my head. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see. Uh, I think it's it worse from there. I mean. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not there yet. Demolition Man. That's a solid ah, one. There we go. Yeah. Oscar. There it is. Yes, I'm right. He plays Angelo Snaps Provolone. I'm sorry. What? Snaps Provolone? Yes. Provolone. Starring such luminaries as Paul Regert. Chaz Palminteri. Ah. Chaz, uh, you came out of nowhere to be somebody only to be go back to being exactly. nobody uh yvonne de carlo don amici richard romanus another 70s he was an everything guy oh man uh the original harley quinn arlene sorkin and yes oh red foreman was in it oh nice and marissa tomei in fact does play his daughter lisa provolone so yeah i'm she's just a provolone. She's the I'm a provolone of the cheese provolones <laughs> Oh, God, why do I know that? Uh, That's the whole thing. I shouldn't know that Sylvester Stallone directed uh, Staying Alive, but I did. Yeah. Not, yeah. It's not like I should know most of Robert Yerkes' IMBD off the top of my head, but we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh, Anna man. Pescow that you could remember was in a show called Angie. You shouldn't remember that. Uh, and then she pulled the train in Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Yeah. Was hoops and yo-yo. My big winner. You know. <laughs> you, you're always good for a hoops and yo-yo. Oh, man. You tell her to explain speaking, that. No, speaking, John speaking. Shuck. Okay. I, <laughs> you want to have, let's have a John Shuck conversation. Remember he played Herman <laughs> Munster in the reboot of that? Yes. <laughs> Did you see the trailer for the Rob Zombie version? I have not seen the trailer. It for came the Rob out Zombie today. Version. Came out today, and all it is is like his recreation of the opening credits, and it's pretty solid. Okay, then. In color. Okay, so, then. So Herman is green, and uh, Sherry Moon Zombie, of course, is Mama Monster. What is Lillian? Lillian. Yeah. So she'd be like deathly pale. I think. <laughs> I think she always is in Rob Zombie movies. Yeah, nobody knows the words. I heard one one of them songs say that more human than human. But it starts <laughs> off and I'm listening to it. And I'm like, this is not the song I thought it was. <laughs> I thought this was nine inch nails. <laughs> I really didn't think it was like Trent Reznor or something. 
<laughs> okay, this is funny. I just the connections tonight are just falling into place. Do you remember <laughs> the day of my wedding? We stayed at that hotel. We went down for breakfast. Rob Zombie, White Zombie, had played at the summit the night before, and the hotel was adjacent to the summit. And White Zombie was at the breakfast buffet. I don't remember that at all. No. <laughs> White Zombie was at the breakfast buffet that morning, and it was like, oh wow, okay. And then a few years later, I had traffic court and I was coming back to work and I stopped. There was one Arby's on the way back. I stopped to have lunch at Arby's just because you know I do that from time to time. And uh -huh. I'm getting my lunch and I'm sitting down. There's only two other dudes in the restaurant and I look over and one of them was Trent Reznor. They were in town that <laughs> night and Trent Reznor was hanging out at the Arby's. I'm like, I'm like, I'm the only person in this building who knows who that is, who the pasty dude with the bad haircut and the combat boots is. I'm the only one who knows who he is. Well, the others are still trying to figure out how to work the register and what goes on a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> which, which ones get the red sauce? All of them. <laughs> Too many of them. Too many of them. I, you know, but, but that's always been my fallback career. If this whole oh, yeah. you know, office thing, operations guy fails, I always know I can go back to Arby's and pretty much, you know, Okay, let's show you what's on the super. Yeah, it's five ounces of roast beef, less tomatoes, red ranch dressing. Let's toast that bun. <laughs> and the guy's going to be like, uh, have you done this before? And I'm no. going to say, no. Big fan. <laughs> I've done my research. I've reviewed. I've, I've read I've reviewed the, reviews. the reviews. I know what's going on here. Let's get some of those poppers, baby. I, I go to um, Lowe's this afternoon. Mm-hmm. And the woman, as I, I go and I'm going to the self-checkout thing, and the lady says to me, I'm sorry, sir, that one is offline, but you are free to use any of the others if you like. And I say, mm, I've only ever used this one. I don't think I'm going to know how to use the others. And then turn around and walked to a, to a person who was checking us out. <laughs> Oh my god. That is brilliant. She was so earnest as if, you know, I'm going to stand there with my merchandise in one hand and my packer in the other and not know what to do, you know. So I decided to play along. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably because you had your pecker out that you were. Oh confused. yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, the zipper was broke. It was out. I didn't know what was going on. I do know I do like to see it on camera. Just to check it out, you know. That's okay. ten inches. <laughs> I buy tape measures. I'm checking them <laughs> against the master. <laughs> That's a two by four. That's a true two by four, my friend. All right, so topics we discovered: lumber jokes. <laughs> lumber jokes. <laughs> Uh, Steve only knows how to operate one self-scanning station at a Lowe's. <laughs> so, so <laughs> Jack, Jack is working at Home Depot for the summer. He's doing oh, the man. online fulfillment, so it's actually not bad. Actually, um, that would not, you wouldn't have to talk to people. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, but I've been making the joke because, like, once he got the job, if anybody mentioned Lowe's, he was, would act snooty about Lowe's. You know, it was kind of funny. And I said, oh, I see. So you've taken the orange and that's the end of that? <laughs> the most obscure Game of Thrones reference I could possibly make. 
go in peace. Your watch is ended. Um, <laughs> oh my god! I had to explain oh. the joke to people who had seen the show. I knew it was too far, but I still say it because it amuses the shit out of me. I always, I'm always enjoying the red wedding crowd. Oh my god, the red wedding! It's like it's in the book. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't surprised. How can you not be freaked out? It's like he fucking kills I, everybody. I read the book. I, I knew it was book. coming. And I knew what they were all wearing down to the filigree. <laughs> and everything that was on every table. Down to the filigree. <laughs> and they had cod muffins and salmon paste and I don't know. Everything in warm butter with sea slugs and snails and puppy dog's tails. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I told somebody it's like, yeah, these would be great books if they're like 600 pages less. Yeah. No, and you could do you the whole make series that as cut. a book. <laughs> you cut out all the descriptions of food and flags. That could be one book. Yeah, I don't. I don't get the whole. I mean, that, you know, just imagine George Martin is like, uh, and it was a flag of a dragon with silvery scales on a crimson blue field, and he was a bannerman to the blank, and they had their banners. It's just like somebody he realizes, that guy. but maybe he is getting paid by the word. That's all I got. It's like he's like I've got a pulp contract, and he's getting paid by the word. I don't know. We're going to do it in installments in Boys Life magazine. But no, I said that's going to be a book. But I want to be paid the same. <laughs> Boys Life magazine. <laughs> oh, the hits keep coming. Oh, yeah. At least it's not talking about goofus and gallant uh, cartoons. <laughs> the pediatricians. Yeah, yeah. From pediatricians and the Scholastic Book Fair. And you know. the dent my dentist, too. And it was always the same three issues at both offices. Jesus, I wish Gallant would, you know, Goofus would find a new gig. This guy. <laughs> how come? How come Goofus <laughs> punched the shit out of Gallant? Were they not running with the same crowds? I don't know. I don't think no, they couldn't have been running with the same. But they had to have gone to the same school, right? I would go with same school, and, but yeah, well, maybe we don't see that one where, where Goofus is just mercilessly bullying <laughs> Gallant. <laughs> the next issue is. Goofus and sociopath. I don't. Yeah, that's the Sorry. one where Gallant comes in and just you know goes ape shit. Spoken class I, today. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Too soon. I Too soon. Said that. I exactly. Said that. Hey, I realized after I started it the joke that I was like, "Whoops." Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't stop myself. Sorry. Hey, I've got something on my desk I want to share. Okay, you, you haven't even opened it yet. No, I've been saving it. It's still wrapped up. Look. Oh my. In its own bubbly wrap. Who doesn't love a good bubbly wrap? <laughs> uh, that was, I was watching this crazy game show on a network <laughs> called The Chase. Uh, okay. Yeah. And one of the questions was, what was bubble wrap originally um, created for? And the answer is wallpaper. What? Yeah. That feels like something you have to check out online. So I'll kind of I'm kind of afraid to. <laughs> <laughs> kind of afraid to. All right. So here's what's on my desk this week. I've been watching this guy for a while. Finally took the plunge. Ah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> I now have my own Dr. Zayas. 
those are cool those are very cool yeah. i like the um um it's it's this the, the weta workshop yeah isn't it? yeah it is mm -hmm. it is I have I've watched those figures and just wait for them to do one that I was really going to be like, yeah, that's the one because you're like, oh, I could easily just fall down the slope here and buy yeah, everything I, inside. I, I didn't buy Cornelius and Zira. I decided mm -hmm. to stick with the doctor because Cornelius Absolutely. is cool because he's got a paper airplane in his hand. Now, that'd be cool if he was like the 15th doctor that, you know, Nakuti, whatever goes and regenerates <laughs> into Dr. Zayas. <laughs> That would be awesome. <laughs> and sort of, uh, you know, uh, didn't I didn't I postulate that uh, that uh, Charlton Heston's character was in fact uh, a Time Lord? Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> See, yes, it all did. works together. Intonations, baby. Taylor Intonation. is a Time Lord. Yeah, but no, that'd be kind of cool. That you know, they breathe the music. Da, 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 the door opens, and he, mad monkey <laughs> shall not kill monkey. <laughs> And then immediately regenerates into something else. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like the TARDIS glitches. <laughs> ape shall not kill ape. <laughs> <laughs> and then out walks Charlton Heston. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. The TARDIS is like a billion years old. It's got to have some parts that are wearing out at this point yeah there's there's got to be yeah there's past the warranty period oh for sure well i mean it can't even you know change its shape anymore clearly it's outside of warranty and then as you watch you know the matt smith episodes you realize the doctor does not know what he's doing not trying to fix that thing because <laughs> there was always like cables everywhere and capaldi shows up and it's now a fancy library with a smoking chair and electric guitar I don't know what the hell Jody Whitaker's look was. It was it the womb? Was it a rock cave? Was the look of never getting a shot? <laughs> this is one where you're. This is where the showrunner doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the aesthetic here is you're not going to be here long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it was a good try. <laughs> too woke. Too woke. Too woke. Too woke. Too woke. The doctor needs to be a man and a white man and an old white man. No, 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 no. The, the thing is, is that, I, you know, the kid. I feel the same way about James Bond, by the way. That it should be a white guy or you don't care. I don't care. No. I it's like the idea of <laughs> what they did with Daniel Craig. The Bond gets an arc and he's done. And then let's bring somebody else in. And well, that'd be fun ties into the theory that the name goes with the number. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, they'll never do that. No. They'll just no. reboot. It'll be like Batman. They'll reboot it. <laughs> I right. do. There was a there's a quote from Tim Burton. Because, you know, Warner Brothers talking about Joel Shoemaker. How hot my wife is. No, I don't get it either. Is that the one? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, it's sorry. one he's talking about, you know, they, they, the fans complained that my Batman was too dark or too this or too gritty. And then they let Jewel Shoemaker put nipples on the bat suit. I did see that. <laughs> I did see that. It's your oh, fault, man. Tim. Well, you know, I don't have anything as cool as Dr. Zayas uh, on my desk, but, and I, even though I haven't seen his movie, I have hey. the new what if Funko mystery mini Ooh. of with, with, good doctor with palsy. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> now with more palsy. It says that on the box. <laughs> with Dennis Miller head. Hey, babe. Hey, Sparky. Cha-cha. Uh, yeah. Cha-cha. That's right. Yes, it's the Cha-Cha collection. <laughs> with more Cha-Cha. Now with more Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha. That'd be fun to make a Dennis Miller bobblehead. Cha-Cha. 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 There's some obscure, that has obscure to be quote on the box. That, that has to be done somehow. <laughs> it's never occurred to me, but that's perfect. The Dennis Miller bobblehead, babe. Come on now. Cha-cha. <laughs> it's like a Fellini film. Cha-cha. <laughs> no, I saw uh, Trudeau's 47 Blows today. Film was subtitled. Kid next to me had dyslexia. We were banging heads all day. Cha-cha. <laughs> oh shit maybe now with more cha-cha could be the subtitle <laughs> there you go it all depends on what you top your salad now with more cha-cha uh, now with more cha-cha that's it that's the subtitle there we go oh, yeah. kind of fun and it's one of those it's the mystery box right hmm. And they have like, I, I believe that no mystery box should have like a one of six ratio and there's 12 pieces in a box. So if you're one of these people who goes to buy a box, to try and get as many characters, you, you basically half of your boxes, all the same, same right. things. Ratios, um, man, learn them. Ratios suck. But, you know, my style with these guys is the characters that have like the arms outstretched. Some people you take the scales. I just shake the box <laughs> <laughs> and watch people cry. Yeah, it's like, well, look at that thing rattle around in there. That's a Captain Carter, Captain Carter. That sounds like it's in two pieces, Captain Carter. Um, I do know that joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one's thudding around. Probably Owatu or whatever the hell that dude's name is. This is a big one. This is a big one. So I did manage with the shake test. Um, I, I, after I pulled my third Captain Carter said, screw that. We're, we're not picking up any light ones anymore. <laughs> Did manage to are get, you, are you selling them piecemeal? <laughs> <laughs> somebody, I told somebody, I go, well, I do have three Captain Carters. And he's like, well, maybe if they were half off, but I go, oh yeah, I get that joke. I have six. then." <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's a fun group of characters. You get Frost Giant Loki, okay. uh, Frost Giant Party Thor. Well, you can't go wrong with Party Thor. Can't go wrong with Party Thor. Zombie Cap, which uh, strangely I think is overdone because they've done him as a pop and a mystery. It's like guys, guys, it's fun, but no. <laughs> um, Ultron, which is a good one. Yeah. Who else is over there? Party Thor, yeah, Ultron. There's a there's the uh, the zombie hunter Spider Man with the cape. That's fun. Have, that's a fun one. That's going to be a tough one to get. But oh, if well. only we were going somewhere that was going to be heavy with that sort of thing in a few weeks. Yes, if only. If only. There's a, the used toy store near me mm-hmm. had like a twenty percent off. 
I came this close, this close to buying Force Commander to go with Baron Karza. Because I had one that was nearly <laughs> nice. complete. And I, I, I'm like, you know what? I go to sales all week and I was there almost at closing time. I go, I got to go home. I got to think about this. I get up the next morning. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. My wife goes, you know, we have baseball tickets today. And I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now in two weeks, I do think I should have a really nice collection of things on my desk. Okay, cool. As 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 um, I, I I a while back I made what I call street Greedo, which is I took a Funko Pop body of uh, Bill uh, Dan Aykroyd's character from Trading Places. So he's got <laughs> the, the 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 wild shirt, the disheveled shirt, the coat with the fur collar and stuff, uh-huh. and I I put Greedo's head on it. <laughs> and they call it street greedo and i actually cut the hands off the original figure so i have greedo's hands so he's got the gun so he looks like a bad 70s cop you know <laughs> or a bad 70s bad guy so i've decided since then i would like to do a series of street wars characters okay i'm with you um so i've got a mashup of boba fett planned I've got the the carcass parts. That I just got to paint up a little bit. I'm going to use the body from Candyman, so he's got that sort of jumpsuit on nice. with, with the long trench coat. Uh, and then we'll have the Boba Fett head on there, the nice. new one that's all beat up and scuffed up. So nice, he looks extra. Um, using a Biggie Smalls body for Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Papa, I love it when you call me Big Papa. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, wearing the long black uh, the, the suit, you know, and stuff, and uh, that one's going to be fun. Do, do they make any in like the Adidas jumpsuit body? I mean, because that's one you need for that that line. You've got to find it. If you look, like Funko does uh, pop rocks, and mm-hmm. so if you look at the hip hop characters, uh, you can find some of the bodies. I also have a C three PO idea. It's okay. based on the run, run from Run DMC. Mm-hmm. And I may try and actually put the fedora on C-3PO, but Ooh, after taking ambitious. it apart, they, they cut the heads off. It's like, nope, that's not going to work. But it's it's run DMC, so he's going to have the black suit on, the big gold chain, and I'm going to put C-3PO's head on that, the two, you know, the red nice. hand and the gold hand, nice. and wearing the Adidas. Suit. Nice. I like it. So. Okay. Yeah, so run C-3PO. Or- <laughs> that's what I had. <laughs> CDMs, yeah. Or if I may, if I may, C S E E three P O. Ooh, there we go. (laughs) Change out your verb. Change out your verb. Change out your. So I may have a couple of those. Cool. And I've I got an idea for a stormtrooper that I I I think I can pull off because it fits the street aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Is that they did a stormtrooper with like a gold head. And then they did like the symbol of the empire. They printed that on top. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put that on another big E body that's wearing gold chain, a big sort of black fluffy jacket. Nice. Let's see if I can get him holding the gold gun. Nice. Yes. All right, I'm looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I'll finish my Lego Van Gogh sunflowers. I saw that. That was cool. You want to, my wife, she and I go to an antique store to buy, looking for a vase. We find a little vase. I'm not happy with it because the proportions are wrong and I'm obsessing about the painting and I've gotten into that mode. Uh-huh. 
can't sleep, allergies, it's one in the morning. I'm on eBay and I happen to find the vase that I, I posted on Instagram, right? <laughs> which was the right proportion. It even had damage that matched the painting. I put it against the background in my wall that as I'm doing it going, son of a bitch, it's a brown body. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was like, I almost matched that thing. Exactly. You got an eye for these things, son. I've got an obsessive compulsive disorder. Well, you have that too. So, but that's okay. Yeah. All right, buddy. We're about out of time. Uh, the old clock on the wall says we're running it down here. So I guess okay. that's going to be the end of episode 44 of Slurp Toast, the podcast. Ah, I felt we ended week, but uh, well. That's all right. We, we, we had a good run. Uh, there we, we go. We, and somewhere along the line, Donna Pascal pulled a train. So, you know. You get what you pay for. Um, so until next time, I'm still Bruce. I'm still Steve. And that's that. See you later, kids. Bye. Bye.